Welcome to the Co-Founders Podcast, real-life stories from startups to billion-dollar iconic brands, conversations with industry disruptors and inspiring leaders. Brought to you in part by WeWork, the world's largest network of co-working spaces. More info at WeWork.com and the Pro Business Channel, uploading the future. More info at ProBusinessChannel.com. Now let's join our host and guests on this episode of the Co-Founders Podcast. All right, Craig and Rich here. We are ready to uh, to rock the world here on the Co-Founders Podcast uh, I show. I love that, man. Did you like that? That's I our brand new. Outstanding. <laughs> Can't wait till so, they hear it over there. Oh, I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. that's going to go Shout viral. Out to yeah. Asia and the team, the community team. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, uh, we always... Portia and Cameron and yep. Jasmine. Um, no, Vanessa. Uh, no. no. Help uh, me with uh, the, the newest. Carissa, I think Car- it is. No. Uh, Cassandra, C- C- Cassie. Cassie, we call her Cassie. Yeah, that's why I always well, that's, call her Cassie. Well, we're live, but that, we'll, we'll edit that in. It'll sound so smooth. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just made a homework assignment for us to stay after class. There yeah. you go. There you so, go. So um, yeah, speaking of WeWork, the uh, show is brought to you in part by WeWork. Just go to WeWork.com, as I mentioned, uh, world's largest, and uh, we have we love our space over there. We do a lot of events and functions. You're always Most welcome definitely. to check out Pro Business events and find out what's the latest happening at uh, WeWork, as well as all the other functions they have going on there. So um, uh, you've been hobbopping around town today, I guess. Man, yeah. yeah. Trying to make it happen. Yeah. Trying to make it happen. Uh, We had some uh, great excitement over at WeWork today, and and then had to go downtown and deal with some lawyers. Yeah. And, okay, we got some updates on that. Yeah. And um, uh, we want to keep it evergreen, but uh, uh, we are going to a huge event. We're closing down Six Flags uh, Park here in Atlanta. Shutting Shutting it down. It's a private party. Yeah. Invite. There's going to be about 2,000 entrepreneurs out there. Beautiful weather. Got that dialed in as well. Right, exactly. Like but I did bring a sweater for a little bit later. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, you probably will need that. And I should have brought <laughs> Or if one you're drinking well. enough alcohol, you're good. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. He's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Is that how that works? Uh, for me, yeah. But I know you cook with it. I, 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 anything leftovers. All right. So, uh, yeah, we look forward to, uh, to Six Flags. Huge event tonight, but let's jump right into the Co-Founders Podcast, and we have some uh, ladies here in the studio, um, and they're going to tell their story. We're going to find out about their business model, their mission, what's cooking and happening. So uh, let's first uh, welcome to the show. Actually, um, in our second segment, we're going to have Abby uh, Jocelyn on the show. So Abby, if you just um, give us a little teaser what you might be chatting about here in our second segment. Well, we're going to be talking about some of the ways that small business owners and entrepreneurs can get the most out of going to live events like, say, Six Flags. All right. <laughs> I think she's just asking for an extra ticket or whatever. Yeah. We... <laughs> okay. Nice. Me. I just want yeah. to take it to Six Flags. Okay. All right. Um, and so, and what's your website so that um, um, how people would find you or uh, point of contact, whatever is easier for you? Uh, my website is abigailjocelyn.com. All right. So we'll uh, stay tuned. And that'll be on the show notes. Oh, absolutely. And stay yeah. tuned. So we'll have that conversation with Abby in just a minute. Welcome to the Pro Business Channel Studios and to the Co-Founders Podcast. So first up in the studio, our guest is Patricia Smith. Um, she's, I believe, I guess the founder and co-founder and uh, brains and behind Safe to Meet. That's right. All right. CEO, president, brains. Uh, everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Wear a few hats over there. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we have to get over to <laughs> one of our co-founders' labs so you can get some help, right? Yeah, well, I think... Um, that's how she heard about the show, apparently, was from... Uh, how did you hear about it? I actually showed up for one of the Co-Founders Lab events. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Right? Loved oh, it. thank you. Yeah. Good. Yeah we'll, uh, yeah, we'll take that every day of the week, yeah. So uh, <laughs> the, the crowd you. goes wild, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so uh, it was a pleasure meeting you there. Now we're fast-forwarding to the studio. I think you booked yourself right there at the event. I did. Right, with... Um, uh, Bianca. Bianca, thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Shout out for Bianca. All right, so... Um, yeah, Bianca's awesome. So before we jump into uh, this peer-to-peer platform and the Safe to Meet, tell us a bit about your uh, backstory. Uh, what have you done uh, prior to this venture, personally and professionally? Sure. I am an old technology lady, as I was telling uh, <laughs> telling Abigail in the hallway. Uh, I have been in Atlanta for the last 25 years in corporate technology. Wow. Um, and uh, a couple of years ago, I got an idea uh, for, for Safe to Meet and uh, just made the leap to entrepreneur. But uh, most of my uh, background has been in building enterprise systems, very um, uh, high availability systems for big companies, making other people rich. Yeah. I know about that. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, you all, all need to uh, grab a beverage and chat about that later. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was your, and where originally from, what was your um, uh, family here in the market or uh, in Atlanta? Uh, so I'm, I'm originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Um, family here in the Atlanta area? Yes, uh-huh. I have family okay. here in the Atlanta area. Uh, so yeah, I've been here uh, in the Atlanta area for 26 years, been in technology pretty much the whole time. All right. I, I like that peace of mind online. Who, who doesn't need peace of mind? Online. Well, I'm hoping everybody needs peace of mind <laughs> yeah, online. Yeah. That's that's the, or just the peace of mind in general. So sure, tell us a little bit about how safe to meet and is this a dating or <laughs> no? You know what? So everybody assumes that. So we, we've got to work on our visuals and messaging. But uh, a couple years ago, a friend of mine named uh, Tavana Evans uh, came to me and said, "You know, I've got this idea." for a site to help people stay safe online uh, or to know that the people they're meeting online are who they say they are. Mm. Uh, and we started talking about it, and I was like, oh, my God, you know, I, I, this could actually be very huge. You know, what occurred to us is that, obviously, you know, we have online identities, and our information is everywhere, and everybody is meeting people offline that they don't know or meeting people online that they don't know offline. Um, they need to transact with people. There's mm-hmm. buying and selling on Craigslist. And we have absolutely no way of knowing that someone is who they say they are um, and, you know, and that we'll be safe if we go and meet somebody. You know, and on, on top of that, uh, you know, there's all, all of these, these instances of people being scammed, buying stuff yeah. on Craigslist, um, you know, buying cars that, that, that don't exist and things like that. Um, but more importantly, um, around that same time, there was a story about a couple in North Georgia. I don't know if you guys heard this. Uh, but they yeah. bought a car. Do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They 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 uh, put an ad on Craigslist for a vintage car, and um, called the guy, and the guy said, "Yeah, I got a car out here. You can come and see." And they went out to see him, and, and they were killed. And and I couldn't help it. I was like, "There's got to be a way to solve there, for this problem." Yeah. Right. So so that's kind of how Safe to Meet was born. So uh, we built a platform that we think is going to make it easier uh, for people to kind of be part of a community of trust where. They verify that they're a real person. They've gone through a background check, and you know they can basically uh, make sure that anybody that they do business with has done the same thing. I mean, we're definitely living in a different world. I mean, I, I've had a few conversations with people that if just five years ago, or even less than five, if you had told someone, okay, I'm going to um, go to my phone and, um, and, and request a car to show up mm-hmm. from a stranger, and this thing, don't talk to a stranger. I'm getting in a car with a stranger. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I don't even, right. even know, right? That's right. I mean, now it's just commonplace. We do it every day. The shared I, economy. I, yeah. 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 Airbnb, I do a lot of that as well. Yeah. And um, it, it's, it's it, interesting that it's more common now, but I wonder, is that something that you're using 
some type of uh, are are you sending the person directly to their Facebook? Yeah, walk us through the process. Yeah. yeah, sure. No, so so the idea is that you know we need a, a platform of trust that's abstracted from everything else, right? So all these companies, Airbnb, Match. dot com, they're trying to solve this problem, but they're doing it in different and ineffective ways. Plus, it's internal just to their brand. Yeah, it's that's for right. their yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- that's right. So you're like a, a Angie's List or a Shepherd's Guide or something of collective community of people that if you go into this community, everybody knows everybody? Well, no, it's not. they've been verified. That's right. So it's really not about a community and it's not about building a social network. And I'm very strong on this point. It's about I have to basically meet somebody and I need to know they're okay. So we have this one-on-one interaction we need to have and then we go away. And so to walk you through the process, the idea is you you go into our our website, safetomeet.com. And and by the way, we have not launched yet. We're in in beta. We're going to be launching later this year. But you go to our website and you you uh, log in and you provide some uh, information about yourself, and we essentially generate a badge and a score that only you see. But if you if we can confirm that you are who you say you are, and you can pass certain background checks, unless there are some very serious things in your background, uh, and we can prove that it's pretty much you, you will get, get through our process and you'll mm-hmm. get a badge. And that badge has a QR code on it that you can uh, download. Oh, okay. You can download the badge and you can put it on Facebook. You can put it on dating profiles. You can, heck, you can print it and put it in print ads. Um, but the idea is that once you're verified, uh, you can put your badge everywhere and say, hey, I'm safe to meet. And we have a mobile app that um, you can use to scan the QR code on the on the badge. And you can see certain information about the user, gotcha. about the person. And yeah. it's a virtual badge because I lose badges sometimes. That's right. It's very much a virtual badge. <laughs> right. yeah, it's a digital badge. Gotcha. And it actually looks just like what you see That is pretty cool. The yeah, it is. With the website here, yeah. Well, thank you. Well, I see how that could be very um, a, a big value for a, a lot of the other uh, platforms that you utilize some. I, I think there's uh, some great value there. Thank you. I mean, you know, one of the things we discovered when we were kind of doing some of the market research just to figure out, you know, do we really have a business here, is that companies like Match.com, Craigslist, they have absolutely no financial incentive to solve this problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because in truth, the more people, you know, the, the, the Nigerian, you know, <laughs> scam artists or whoever, <laughs> right, that yeah. sign up, you know, for their, their site, that's more traffic. It's potentially more paid revenue for, for paid, um, you know, um, uh, accounts, that kind of thing. So they don't have a, a, an incentive to solve the problem. So if I can solve the problem uh, and put the, the basically the power in the hands of individuals to say I have verified who I am, then we just take that onus off of those companies. You said earlier, too, that once you meet, then it goes poof. So, I mean, it doesn't stay in a file. They have to every time so you could keep it updated. It's like live. That's uh, correct. So yeah. so that badge is basically something that you pay for one time or you can, you can uh, actually get a monthly subscription with us that gives you additional tools for uh, logging your activities for instance so the, the problem I am looking most forward to solving is the Facebook account phishing problem so you know if you guys are familiar with it I mean so you've got a, an account on Facebook some person in another country I've had twi- in the last month that's happened to me twice of that's some, right you, um, like hijacking somebody who I know their profile and kind of reaching out to me in a, in that's a chat right. and what I've found is I'll I say, well, wait a minute. I thought I was already friend with them. Maybe they changed their thing. You know, I'll justify it. That's right. But then it gets along the, the line. It's this this thing that they're this opportunity or some money that the government has. And then I say, oh, red flag. Yeah. And so I'll start asking those questions that I know only they would know. 
And that's happened twice in the last. Interesting, you bring oh, yeah. that up. Well, yeah. fun, funny story. So my my uh, maiden name is Patricia Wilson. My brother, I have a brother who's Ronald Roby. So we have different last names. Uh, and so I was sitting in front of my computer on Facebook one day, and, and it pops up, and it's it's my brother. You know, he is gotcha. Yeah, and it's like they don't know that they don't know yeah. this. And, hey, hey, how are, hey, how are you, Pat? And I'm like, I'm great. He says, How's the family? I'm like, Well, gee, you, since you're my brother, I I kind of expect you to know, <laughs> loser. Let me see if I can find the blog button. So yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it's mainly just a pain because most of us are technically savvy enough to to know, right? Yeah. But there's some people who don't. Because there are a lot of people getting scammed. So, you know, I want to create um, just kind of an environment of education around how you protect yourself online and how you can use this platform and this tool um, to, to help you in that. It won't fix everything, but it, yeah. it, will, it will do a lot. Let's talk a little bit about your business model. So um, it, there, are there fees or is there, is there a freemium offering or is each thing based on fee? Uh, like you mentioned, one time, or what would, what would a subscription look like? That is a fantastic question. So when we launch, we're going to have um, subscription fees, a, a one-time fee and a subscription fee, but we are actively pursuing a freemium model. Is is it too early to ask what's the range going to run, or do you have any price points in mind? Nine or? bucks, nine okay. bucks to 15 bucks for okay. the, the one-time and the and the monthly subscription. But so let me... Oh, sure. No, no, I was going to say, so the monthly subscription uh, will allow your data to be refreshed every month and give you the tools that you need, like I said, to manage activities and, uh, and, and that kind of thing. The one-time verification will last for 30 days, uh, and anybody that scans your, your badge for 30 days will, will see that you're verified after that 31st day or you know, the see, next month, then, then it'll expire. See, that's what I was going to ask, because you know, if you just get that badge, they can hold on to it. Um, and then Definitely. six months later, a lot of things happen. So that um, so as as you scan that other person badge, it'll show whether it's active or, or deactivated. That's okay. right. And that not was... o- not only that, we've secured the platform uh, to the the point where you have to use our mobile app to scan the QR code. And uh, when you scan the QR code, it allows you to communicate securely with that person. Wow. Okay. What about those people? I like that. that wow. That Thank you for that. Wow. <laughs> what about these folks that want to remain anonymous on the web? Uh, this is not for them, right? This is not for them. That's <laughs> right. Uh, and, you know, and, and there, there's going to be, uh, you know, if this does what I think it's going to do, uh, I think there are going to be a lot of, I mean, really just kind of deep societal questions about this. How about people who have things in their background that, uh, you know, that they've paid their debt to society, but it's still right. coming up and different yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what? We are building a platform for people who want to stay safe. So That or you can kind of have a ranking system, whatever, you know, a a scale of one to five. This one's, you know, verified, yeah. That's right. All right, so uh, Patricia, hang tight. We're going to come back around with some follow-up questions here for you. But um, uh, before we break, would you let our listeners know again what's the best way to find about you uh, online and sure. speaking of online, sure yeah. you can find out anything you want about me. But, Not just uh, but, you, but yeah, but your business or the yeah. safe to meet. Yeah. No, understood about safe to meet by going to safe to meet dot com and also uh, we have a, a companion business called Safe to Meet Locations, okay. which is a business directory yeah, that, uh, that we're going to be launching. Um, so uh, either one of those sites, Safe to Meet, and that's Safe the Number Two Meet dot com and okay. Safe the Number Two Meet Locations dot com. Perfect. Awesome. Well, pleasure having you in the studio. Uh, A couple of questions here in just a moment, but let's um, remind our listeners, you're listening to the Co-Founders Podcast here on the Pro Business Channel Networks in our our billion-dollar Buckhead View here in Atlanta. Uh, Uh Craig Williams and Rich Casanova. Uh, So, Craig, up next we have Abby Jocelyn, and uh, we chatted with her briefly just a moment ago. So, uh, Abby, before we jump into your uh, venture and your uh, launch and your endeavor, talk to us a little bit about... um, uh, your background, personal and business, which what's kept you busy up to this point? <laughs> All the things keep me busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people who tends to have a lot of projects going at any given time. And every so often people stop and say, what do you do? And I say, 
all the things. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. My kind of girl. My kind of girl. Well, you know, it keeps things interesting, and that's actually one of the things that I love the most about business in general is that once you start paying attention, there's so many different connections between different topics and people and trends and. It's really, I mean, people get so scared by the whole idea of business. They're like, oh, this big scary thing with suits yeah. and numbers. Yeah, yeah. And I hate numbers because I had a horrible second grade math teacher <laughs> and I've been traumatized <laughs> ever since. <laughs> but when you come down, when it comes down to it, business really is about people and about dreams and about hopes and wants and fears and things that they're actually interested in. And I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I, I kind of got into the habit of talking to people about business when I was going through my MBA program. Here, here at Georgia State. Georgia State's wonderful, Panthers, by the way. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I say that only because yeah. I met someone and, very important to me. And, and you've invested a lot of money over there, yeah. Uh, invested <laughs> a lot over there, yeah. yeah. But yeah, when I was going through my MBA program, I just realized that I was sort of transitioning conversations I was already having with friends about, oh, yeah, what are you up to these days? What do you want to work on? To conversations about their actual businesses and where they wanted to take them and how they wanted to get there. And... At some point, someone pointed out to me that I was actually starting to get into giving them advice and that these were actual business conversations and not necessarily just hanging out with a friend over a beer and talking about what they were up to with but their like lives. But like coaching, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, somebody else pointed out that, you know, if you're you're doing that, you might as well get paid, get paid yeah, yeah. for that. And plus, people will take you more seriously and you'll have more free time because you're not filling all of your available time with these conversations. Did she just say free time uh, <laughs> on Entrepreneur Show? Yeah, exactly. yeah, on startups, yeah. Hey, we can all have free time if we carve it out a little yeah, bit yeah. and protect it rigorously. So talk to us about um, uh, the scale and the scope and the timetable um, of your venture with the uh, Jocelyn Business Coaching. Well, right now, this is really just me. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I mostly work with smaller tech and creative startups in the primarily in the greater Atlanta area, although I do some work online as well. And it's really just a question of what people need. So I do a lot of strategy work with people saying, hey, where do you want to take your business? And what tools do you need to get there? And what resources do you have that you could be using better than you are right now? Um, I also do a fair amount of skills coaching. So, you know, I I like to send people to events because as a shy introvert who works from home, I never leave the house. (laughs) So, you know, going to events is such a great way to connect with people, find out what's going on with them, build your business. Um, so I do a lot of skills coaching around that because there are ways to get a lot out of those sorts of events and it's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Spark, speaking about events, that's how we, uh, we met Patricia, but then, uh, Abby, I think it, from, uh, what we can tell you found us on meetup. Yeah. Um, so speaking yeah. of online, yeah. um, so we're starting to post the show. This is an event itself, right? Yes, it is. An experience. And, and I'm looking at safe to meet. Uh, the safe to meet locations and meet up because sometimes these locations are you know a little sketchy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I or unknown it. right yeah so um so what does a day look like for you I know there probably uh can be very different but uh what's a good day look like for you in terms of coaching what what do you want to um accomplish in a given day working with a client if you will in a startup. Well, the very first thing that happens is that my cat hits me in the head with his paw, <laughs> and I say, Shh. I curse, I roll out of bed, and I, and I, head, for the, and I head for my cup of coffee or my there cup of go. tea for the day. Yeah. Uh, and I tend to start by just going through emails, go, th- go through my RSS feeds to kind of see what's come in that's, my, that's relevant, that's interesting. Uh, I usually like to spend at least a little while just curled up with a book. Mm. So right now, uh, there's a new book out by the author of Persuasion, uh, or no, the author of Influence, uh, which I highly recommend. Uh, so I've been reading that and looking at some of the social psychology that goes into why people do what they do. 
So I think it's really fascinating and it's totally relevant to what most I'm doing. And, and one of the things I love the most about being a business coach is that it's a great excuse to say, ah, all of this is professional development. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. investing in myself. There you go. I mean, you're learning uh, on the journey along with your startups and your clients. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, More because you, yeah, I mean, you see trends and patterns in the, in terms of what people run into, but yeah, it's, there's always something new and something slightly different. Um, and then, you know, I, I t- and then I will spend a certain amount of time just on like new client acquisition stuff. So, you know, following up with friends that I haven't talked to for a while or reaching out to people that I've worked with in the past to see how they're doing, if there's anything that they need help with. Um, I, I also spend a few hours just on coaching calls because I tend to work one-on-one by preference where I can. I just find it easier and more effective. Um, and just doing all of that. You yeah. mentioned client acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, what are do you some tools with that or... Um, do you already have you already built uh, a book of business in previous ventures, or uh, I mean, how do you scout out or identify a good candidate? Well, I mean, I have. I mean, everyone, pretty much everyone says, put together your profile of your ideal client, which is lovely, and you know, sometimes it even matches up with reality. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> um, but for me, the, the real criteria are: is this somebody who actually cares about their business, wants it to grow? Is this somebody that I enjoy talking to? Because if the answer to that is no. You should probably not take someone on as a client if you there can't you stand the sound of their voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just a bad. It's a it's a red flag. Yeah. Um, so in my case, I actually just sort of sat down with a spreadsheet and mapped out all of my LinkedIn connections, mapped out all of my Facebook contacts, everyone I knew on Twitter personally. Um, I, you know, and I kind of broke it out by social circles as well. So for instance, I'm pretty involved with the local circus art scene here in Atlanta. Circus arts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. The trapeze and all, all yeah. the puppetry. Is it? Is that? Would that classify in there or no? Well, that actually does play into a project that I'm working on for wow. next year. <laughs> There's some puppetry and circus arts in the mix. Yeah. Circus um, arts. Yep. Um, so you know that's a social circle, or like you know I'm I'm also friends with a fair number of hippies who, mm-hmm. weirdly oh. enough, are very business oriented. And, hey, that's you know, my, you know, San Francisco. Yeah. We had a lot yeah. of those back in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I've got, and I've like, you know, friends, family, previous places that I've worked, just acquaintances. And once you actually start mapping out right. all of these different circles and people and connections, you start to realize that even if you're starting fairly small or you didn't mean to build a business network, you sort of have one mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Organically. Yeah. And um, yeah. what I like, what you started off was the LinkedIn, because a lot of times when we ask people, um, how do you find new clients? It, the the knee jerk reaction is referrals or word of mouth, right? But you got to have a, that's not always a strategy, you know. Yeah. And so, um, uh, but I love the idea of, of of LinkedIn. I think a lot of folks or business people really don't. I mean, they join LinkedIn, right? But they don't really utilize it or leverage it. Because, and and it is amazing. Just some simple um, clicks and navigating, you can. Uh, uh, narrow people down by not just by the city city but also by their category we literally i will literally just type in the word co-founder in there mm-hmm. and everybody that's that has co-founder in their title their profile bam that's a match yeah and that's a potential invite for this show just as a real world example or scenario well and my, my current favorite linkedin tool is actually there's a search by alumni feature mm-hmm. so in my case like i went to I did my MBA at Georgia State and at my undergrad at Smith College. So I can I can just do a search and say, okay, I want to see all the alumni who are listed on LinkedIn who went to these institutions. Mm-hmm. And you can filter it by location. You can filter it yeah. by industry, job title. It's really right. cool. Yeah, yeah. So you're, like, <laughs> these are people that you already have at least a, a loose connection with. Mm-hmm. 
And this is where they're hanging out as professionals, if you're B2B, especially if you're B2B, as opposed to Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or whatever. These are the conversations that are happening as a, about business. So, um, so speaking of business, talk to us a little bit about your business model or your mission. Well, I mean, my mission is basically let's humanize business a little bit. Let, let's make it fun because it can be and I think it should be. I mean, if you're going to spend a good chunk of your life building a business, you should not hate yourself or your business because if you're just going to be miserable. Um, and again, I, I really do believe that business is about people and the people that you're working with, the people that you're serving, and just make it fun because it certainly can be. Business is just a transaction, and it's about the, like you said, it's about people because we do business, we transact with those people we know, like, and trust, like you said, as far yeah. as whether it's their voice or, you know, uh, just their character. Yeah. Well, and I talk to so many people and say, oh, yeah, in business school. And they say, oh, but business is competitive and cutthroat and mean. And I say, that's it doesn't what have it. to be. Yeah. It can be. Unless yeah. you're Mark Cuban, man. He's yeah. just like, a, <laughs> that's his attitude, though, whatever. I mean, he says he stays at, up at night. Just uh, uh, his, his strategy is to completely annihilate his competition. But I think we're living in a more collaborative uh, space. But at the same time, I mean, you have to be aware of what are the trends? What are your... Um, uh, similar businesses what are yeah. they doing you know stay on stay on top of it i mean he owns a, a very competitive team yeah, yeah. in a competitive industry yeah. so, so it, that's his his sway or his culture right, so right, yeah. i don't know that he wants to kill him <laughs> yeah but literally. he says don't mess <laughs> yeah. with him because he will, he will <laughs> exactly. crush of, you whatever yeah, yeah. yeah well we've heard that before <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah yeah i think i'll so, keep my killing for mmos <laughs> there you go it's <laughs> much it's just much more productive there you go there so in our notes here there's a lot of there's several references to conferences and trade shows um, so that, and that's on your Twitter account. So you must be, um, very involved or what's your spin or, or some, uh, takeaways or tips on trade shows. Well, first off, if you're at a trade show and you're working a booth, please stand up and stand in front of your Thank booth you. and Thank smile you. at people. Yeah. If you sit at the table with your hands crossed, right. looking sort of like, okay, people come talk to me. I am yeah. here. I am special. Talk to me. Yeah. Like come it's, get my it's, samples. Yeah, it's not going to work. I mean, even if you have like an, a bowl of really good chocolate there, I'm not going <laughs> right, to stop. Yeah. I'm going to grab chocolate and go. Yeah, yeah. Th- That's yeah. a great observation because that's one of my pet peeves is that the standard uh, trade show, they give you that six-foot table and then two folding chairs. And just by you know human nature, we just sit in those chairs. But we don't think about the when people walking up, just the, the, uh, the body language, the messaging that you're sending. Mm-hmm. So when we do trade shows, I prefer to have those like uh, director's chairs like a bar stool at the height. So if you do have to sit for the eight or 10 hours or three or four day conference, when you're sitting, it's a simple thing, but you're right at eye contact with the people. Well, and if nothing else, you can also just bring those uh, little foam mats to stand on. So at least you're not standing on concrete for eight hours. Right. And it can save a lot of pain. And, going to get me started, but the whole standing desk thing, that's a whole other show, but I'm like, <laughs> obsessed with that as well. Okay, so um, so trade shows, and are there, um, so y- what's, do you attend and exhibit, or what's your, uh, any preferences or takeaways on that? Um, I mean, I personally actually really like exhibiting where I can, or just okay. having a table, because it gives me something really explicit to talk about. And, you know, it, it's, it's just sort of assumed, if you're at a table, sooner or later, even if you're having a lovely conversation, you're going to get around to Hey, we just had a great conversation. What do you sell? Oh, yeah, I do this thing. Right. Yeah. And it's sort of nice because it just feeds right into that. Um, but I just I think that events like that can be so much fun because if nothing else, if you have a spiel or a pitch that you're working on, you can go into and like try it out on so many people and just revise it as you go. Yeah. And you, because you can see in their eyes, oh, God, that made no sense at all to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd better work on that a little bit. Yeah. 
And, it, and it's just a really great way to get that direct feedback. Certainly and, is. Yeah. You know. We have somebody on Periscope asking, oh, what do you think about Russia? <laughs> <laughs> I love pierogi. <laughs> oh, I do. I like pierogies. Yeah. That's a pretty random question. <laughs> so, um, so we have a few minutes uh, remaining. Um, first, we want to hear uh, from Abby. What's the best way to f- folks to reach out to you and uh, contact you? Sure thing. Uh, the best way to reach me is through my website at abigailjocelyn.com. And nobody ever spells my last name right. They always turn it into Jostin or something. Okay. Uh, but it's abigailjostlin.com, or you can find me on Twitter at ajostlin. And if you tag me, I'll respond. I just get, I fall in and out of love with Twitter every six yeah. months. And you're so, on LinkedIn as well. Yep, and I'm on LinkedIn. Cool. And you'll be on Safe to Meet pretty soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. That's, that's, our, that's our segue, if you will. So, uh, so ladies, if you would, kind of just round robin, um, what's, um, what's next in each of your ventures? Well, for me, um, I'm working toward a beta launch, um, and so uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks, we will have uh, a team of 25 folks uh, banging away at the, uh, at the application and giving us feedback, uh, preparing us for any possible pivot points, that kind of thing. Um, we'll be launching safe-to-meet locations at the same time. Now, don't uh, give out any dates because we're evergreen, but, yeah, so it's yes, coming no, soon. Yeah, yeah coming yeah. soon, coming okay, soon. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, luckily, I can't give you any dates. <laughs> 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 that works out well for so everybody. It works out well, yeah. yeah. It works great. Out. Um, but safe-to-meet locations we're going to be launching also. Uh, now what's, what's Back up for a second because Craig mentioned that. We saw the website. Um, what do you mean by location? So safe to meet locations. So, you know, we're going to be basically reaching out to, to venues of every kind, bars, restaurants, oh, okay. the whole night, the whole nine, asking them to um, just confirm that they have basic security, security things oh, in place. Okay. So okay. you've got parking, adequate parking, lighting in your parking lots. You've got uh, security cameras. You've got That's maybe. a great resource. So kind of like a Yelp, but just for that location, for but locations. in terms of security. Exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We'll definitely in terms of security. Up with them and our, yeah, yeah. our uh, intern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so that's what it is. Okay. Um, and so it's a little too early because you're still in beta, but uh, where do you see kind of next, what, what's next in terms of, uh, you know, what's the scalability of this or the scope or big picture or, you know, what point are you going to get to and then Google's going to give you a call? Oh, oh no, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, so there's a couple of things, right? Okay. Market scalability right. Um, is pretty much limitless, and that's the truth. And I know entrepreneurs say that. So as, as, a, as a, the, the owner of this company, I've got to figure out how to focus on getting those first customers on the platform. But just in terms of the concept, it, it does have quite a bit of market viability, right? I think it's got some legs, yeah. Thank you. Um, but other than that, then there's the future of the platform, right? Because the, the, uh, we have a patent pending for the process that actually determines that you are who you say you are um, using uh, the method that we're using. But our, our larger vision is about really becoming the trust platform, almost like eTrust um, and you know other companies that, that literally are the de facto source for, for trust, except we want to be that for individuals. Uh, and so, you know, we're looking at, you know, the future of the platform from a, um, an artificial intelligence and machine learning perspective. As a matter of fact, our CTO, Matt Watson, uh, happens shout to... Shout out to Matt. Yeah, yeah shout out to Matt. <laughs> happens to be in, in, uh, in Las Vegas right now attending okay. the IBM Watson um, oh, uh, wow. conference uh, because he's looking at, you know, what, what kind of technologies can we use to mine a lot of data to learn more about who somebody is to factor into the platform going forward. So. We- no, anyway, no, that's it. That's it. We had some folks in here on the market aut- automation talk uh, from IBM uh, Watson. It was very fascinating, like um, kind of Star Trek kind of yeah. uh, conversations. Yeah, yeah. IBM's doing some cool stuff with Watson, and, and they've made those ma- basically made it available to to companies like ours who want to integrate our platforms uh, just as cloud services. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. All right, and um, jo- uh, Abby. 
Uh, well, for me, what's next is just continuing to build my business and keep working with clients. And yeah. When's your book coming out? I mean, you're reading everybody <laughs> else's. Um, which which one? Ah, there you go. That's kind what of I like working to hear. on like two and a half. Two oh, and a half. awesome! Yeah, like awesome. Two and a half well, books. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll circle back on that. Yeah. All right. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time for this episode of the Co-Founders um, Podcast. Uh, ladies, a pleasure having you here in the studio. Uh, Craig, your thoughts, um, observations, uh, closing remarks? I just love seeing powerful ladies doing powerful things. So keep with, being powerful. Thank you. It's with, a lot of fun. With four daughters, uh, that's close to your heart. Then, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> we'll see you all next time on the next episode. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Co-Founders Podcast, brought to you in part by WeWork, the world's largest network of co-working spaces. More info at WeWork.com and the Pro Business Channel, uploading the future. More info at ProBusinessChannel.com. Use the social media links here to share this show. To submit a guest request or listen to more episodes, visit CoFoundersPodcast.com.